Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're recording from the beach that makes you old. Close your eyes and look around you. <laughs> what? Feel the ocean breeze, the waves crashing, and notice that you're slowly getting old. <laughs> You don't even have to be on the old beach to do that. <laughs> uh, we're back. We're, here we are. Five, five week hiatus, which adds up to uh, a couple of lifetimes here on the old beach. Right. I mean, here on this old beach, things, things are moving pretty quick. If you don't take it, <laughs> if you don't stop it, take a look around. Wow. Uh, Matthew Broderick on the old beach. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, we had, we had pretty good reasons for, for not doing the podcast. Um, lots of stuff happened this month. To be honest, we have a good reason to not record today, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just wanted, we, we didn't want it to be six weeks. That was a lot. Yeah. We six to, weeks. We to that's crazy. Again. Heck, we wanted to record an old episode, like back when we watched old initially. We I, just, I don't even remember when that was. That was the beginning of the month. It's like three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're back and we're doing an episode on M. Night Shyamalan's old. We're old news now, Micah. Old news. Yeah, we're going to have like no listeners. <laughs> Zero listeners. You know, our listenership hasn't been as awful as I thought it would be. We, ha- we had... I checked our analytics okay, while we were gone. But we had some listener, but now we're going to have no listeners. Nothing. It's like, it's like my channel. I was getting consistent subscribers, <laughs> then you put out a video and it stops. Give it a couple months, you start getting consistent subscribers. Put it on another video, and it stops. Wow. Well, I don't. I don't know. I. I don't like the analytics. Don't keep track of people like following the podcast. Well, just yeah, listen. No, this is giving my YouTube channel wow. as an example. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, here we are. We're talking about the movie that is old. The old movie titled old from 2021 <laughs> <laughs> uh do we want to do we want to get into everything and go into the basic facts you know what let's do it baby yeah all right so old is a 2021 movie rated pg-13 it's an hour and 48 Whoa. minutes spicy Mike. it's imdb description is a vacationing family discovers that the secluded beach where they're relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly reducing their entire lives into a single day sorry i didn't mean to like crack my knuckles <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was just like 50 years in a day or something uh yeah i think so it's not their entire I mean, life. that's that's essentially a lifetime. Like, by the time you've matured enough to start living your life, like, 50 years is essentially what you have left. Hey, we got the, we got the cast. We got uh, Gail Garcia Bernal. Yes. Vicky Creep, Creep, Creeps, Creeps, <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> Rufus wow. Sewell. Alex cool Wolf. Thomason McKenzie. Heck yeah. Abby Lee. I love how Abby Lee is, like, the easiest <laughs> name in here to pronounce, <laughs> and it's so basic. <laughs> yeah, in the in the description of the of this episode, I put, like, all of the main cast, so if you want to check that out, you can. I love how I can't read people's <laughs> names. Uh, Thomas direct- and McKenzie, it's the, second, it's the second movie we've done of hers on the podcast. Yeah, right? directed by M. Night Shyamalan, written by M. Night Shyamalan, based on a graphic novel. <laughs> by M. Night Shyamalan. By... 
Frederick Peters? Frederick Peters, yeah. And it was written for the screen by Pierre Oscar Levy. <laughs> Micah Frederick Peters isn't even that hard of a name. <laughs> no, I was trying to f- find the name. Oh, okay. I was like, uh... <laughs> besides, I... I... You know? <laughs> I don't know, Micah. I must be enlightened to know. <laughs> hmm. Are you looking are you looking up some cool trivia, Micah? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh, the, these are all like paragraph trivia. Facts. The the comic book <laughs> uh which I guess or I guess not the comic book. It's a graphic novel. The Micah. graphic novel <laughs> titled Sandcastle. Yes. Uh M. Night Shyamalan really liked because it gave him an opportunity to work through a lot of anxieties around death and aging. <laughs> Things like my parents getting older. He should have just watched Wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's slightly different. <laughs> hey, this is the first M. Night Shyamalan film to be shot on 35mm since The Last Airbender. Oh my. <laughs> All his projects since have been shot digitally until this. Yeah. But hey, at least I like the cinematographer he he always works with. Looks very good. <laughs> Anything else that was super cool, Micah? I'm looking, I'm looking. You I'm could be looking. you could be talking. What am I talking about? I don't know. What the heck am I talking about? <laughs> um you know, in the context of M. Night Shyamalan's career, this is a bit of a comeback, in my opinion. Yeah. Hopefully, the next movie he does, if he does another movie, will be uh, very, very good. Mm, one of M. Night Shyamalan's daughters worked as a second unit director on the film. Wow. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> first, the first, the most important thing when you get onto the onto the set, Micah, is finding a good assistant director. And, an, and, and another one of M. Night Shyamalan's daughters uh, wrote and performed the song that Maddox sings in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> nice. Well, there you go. What more could you ask for? <laughs> and here it says body oh, count no. 12, including dog. No. <laughs> Look, Ruby, you didn't have to go looking for it, because in the in the trivia it says the movie that Charles can't think of that stars both Marlon Brando and Jack, <laughs> Jack Nicholson, Nicholson is The Missouri Breaks. <laughs> Has no pro- plot relation to old. Wow. <laughs> It's funny. You know, oddly enough, I had, like, heard about it before old, and I was like, you know, I can't remember the name of that movie. (laughs) The entire time we were watching the movie, I was like, dang it, I can't remember the name of that movie for anything. (laughs) Marlon Brando and Jack Nelson. Exactly. But anyway, that's that's old. If you didn't know what it was, now you know. uh, It's about a beach that That makes makes you old. old. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and get into what we thought of it. So, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's old. I'm so old. I'm so old. <laughs> That's elderly. I still can't believe this movie is just called Old. It, it, it's kind of weird, right? Is, I mean, I think, I think it works. As no, a it does. It like, does. Yeah, old. I'm not going to deny that, but, like, <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? All right, all right. But anyway, let's go to our, our basic thoughts yes our opening thoughts as you would say yes um, it is our opening thoughts 
would you what would you like uh, to do them, Remy? What are, you, yeah. what are your basic thoughts? Sure, I'll do them. I was just a, a bit busy yawning. <laughs> um, old. I like it. I do like it. When I first walked out of the theater for it, I wasn't really sure if I liked it or not. Because <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, like... There were a lot of really goofy elements that didn't really like it's so goofy mesh with me. I was like, I don't really know if I like hate this or kind of love it. Um, but we watched it a second time, uh, also in a theater, and uh, a lot of a lot more of the emotional beats hit me that time. Yeah, I think it would, I think it would be very weird not watching this movie in theater. Yeah, I'd, I'm really curious to kind of try this one at like home. That would be weird, um, but. <laughs> Like, uh, I got over a lot of the, like, initial, like, what the heck, why. It's kind of goofy, right? And all of the line goofiness and everything. Oh my gosh, yeah, I kind of got over that on the second viewing, and I actually, like, enjoyed the movie from a cinematic perspective. I was like, this is actually very interesting filmmaking, um, and a lot of themes are really getting dissected here, which I didn't, like, catch as much on the first time around, so. Oh my god, it's mid-sized sedan. <laughs> it's mid-sized sedan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the way it was shot. I know a lot of people don't really like the framing and stuff that they use in this, but I really enjoy it. Um, I loved. It's cinematic. still crazy to me how they got some of these shots. <laughs> like, how did you how did you get a long movie. how did you get a long lens like camera to move like that on the water? <laughs> it was yeah. I think it's a beautiful. movie. It's crazy. No, I I think it's a beautiful looking movie too. It's probably, in my opinion, the best looking Shyamalan movie ever. <laughs> Ooh, but glass is right there. Glass looks really good. <laughs> glass doesn't look very good. I think glass looks not good. Wow. Well, the beach is just an inherently photogenic place. So yeah. You can't you can't really beat that. Alright, is is that is that is that what you got? Um, as for problems, I think it kind of messes up its ending a little bit. Yeah. Given what you're supposed to what I gathered you were supposed to take away from the movie. Um, but we'll we'll probably discuss that more later. Should have got Yossi on the podcast for this one. <laughs> got Yossi on the podcast. <laughs> hey, Yossi's a great guy. Yeah, and he's a big fan of this movie. Hey, I'm a big fan of this movie. I, I okay. Currently, this is residing at the top of my 2021 list. Oh no, it's I, I I'm a big fan. I of this think it's movie. great. I gave it an eight out of ten. Okay, but and uh, what what did you think? What of did old, I think? Micah? Um, I thought old was a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, watching it the first time, like, sure, I was dying laughing the first time, but, like, I, I enjoyed the whole experience in theaters, um, the first time, and then the second time, I kind of agree, it, like, the emotional beats hit a little bit more, I exactly. was taking it a bit more seriously and not yeah. just laughing at its absurd thing. Yeah, exactly. I feel like <laughs> you could do this movie either way, like, if you were to get all your friends together and watch old on, like, Halloween or something, it would it would be so much fun, because you can yeah. just laugh at it. I but... mean, there, there are so many random, weird <laughs> line deliveries, so many weird <laughs> creative decisions and character choices and direction. There definitely and... were creative decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's a weird movie. <laughs> very weird but it also is really well made in my opinion when it comes to cinematography and editing and direction i like most of the cast quite a bit yeah um 
the story is is cool i don't think it does <laughs> as much with the story as i would like and i tend to agree that the ending is probably my least favorite part yeah but it really made for a unique theater experience it was a, it was a theater experience that i very much enjoyed both yeah. times and we saw it with our uh, sister the first time and i saw it with uh, my girlfriend the second time <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> well i she was sitting like a seat away from me, Micah. Well, actually, like, two seats away from me. I forgot she was there. Wow. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yes. Old. Good movie. Yeah. I dare say. And uh, I gave it a four out of five. Wow, you matched my rating. Micah. Hey, I did that rating initially, and then you changed yours the second time. Yeah, I know. But still. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's a lot of fun. Most of the stuff to break down about it we're gonna do like it's better to break down the main section um, of the podcast one last thing that i forgot to mention some of the uh since the characters are aging throughout the movie um they change actors like every yeah. 40 minutes or well, the so the kids do yeah the kids do um and some of them are better than others that at is, the whole acting thing that is true um so that really kind of took I mean, me out of it the first time i mean alex wolf what a terrible actor <laughs> hey alex wolf was pretty good pretty great actually. I, I always like alex yeah wolf. He, was, he was a lot of fun uh but anyway i just wanted to mention that that's another like kind of big yeah. problem i have is it just kind of takes you out of it though like teenaged all of them thomas and mckenzie <laughs> alex wolf and uh, eliza scanlon i yes. like all of those actors <laughs> quite a bit yeah but i just wanted to mention that i i said like the ending was the only negative thing i mentioned that was another thing that kind of bothered me throughout the movie but Anyway, let's move on to the meat, Micah. The meat. The meat of the, the podcast. Meats. So how much are we canonically aging by each segment of the podcast? I don't know. They said... Uh, oh, yeah, I know. But, like, uh, pod, podcast segments. We're, we're going off podcast I don't segments. know. I say we age, like, 20 years every podcast What? <laughs> we're going to be dead. Well, yeah, the old beach works differently in, in podcast form. Why is your chair so squeaky all of a sudden? It's that was one squeak. <laughs> no, there, were, there was multiple squeaks, Mike. <laughs> I doubt they could hear anything. Well, I could hear it, Mike. Wow. It was bothering me. <laughs> all right, let's 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 talk about old. Let's, let's really talk about old, Mike. What are we really talking about here? I feel like, I feel like this is actually going to be a decent movie on the podcast. I'm going to say this and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> Mike, but... this is going to be the most stilted discussion we've ever had about a movie. <laughs> but there's like a lot to actually talk about in this okay. movie. So, uh... Well, did you have anything in mind to start us out with, Mr. Oh. Thematic Richness? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I didn't, but I could think of something. Did you have anything? Um, An opening question, perhaps? No, I didn't. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> it's it's been a while. Folks. Yes. Yes, it has. Um. What would be a good? Wait, I thought you said you could think of something. Oh yeah, I have to think of something. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Well, Micah, what did you think? What did I think of the handling of themes of getting older? Because oh, I. Think? I, w I will say, at the beginning of this, like, when I first heard about old, I figured it would kind of be an, more of an existential horror than an immediate we're-going-to-die horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird how it doesn't really commit to wanting the actual... Like, I feel like it never is cinematically comfortable 
with the fact that getting old is frightening. Yeah, like, I thought, like, because, like, the moment you realize that you have just, like, gotten older, that's a frightening feeling like most at the, of the time. At the end of the movie, um, said children, the people who, spoilers, <laughs> survive, I mean, we, are, we, we always, already, we always we spoil are, stuff on spoiled. these. Um, like, they're 50, and 60 almost, and... They don't seem too torn up about <laughs> they don't, it. Yeah, they don't seem too upset about like, it. Like it's really, it's really weird how there's no existential crisis with them. Like they just kind of accept it at, at a certain point. Yeah, I know, right? Like initially they're like, "Oh, this is weird. I'm scared," and then like, but it's never like, "Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm losing my literal life." Yeah, there's there's no. <laughs> I'm terrified. Like they're like, "Oh, the one girl," and and this line actually always bothers me because the one girl's like, "We never get a prom or any of these memories." I'm like, "Why would it?" six or seven year old girl care about prom <laughs> maybe well, i'm going I mean, crazy think about who her mom is micah that's true yeah <laughs> um but yeah no that line didn't really bother me as much as it just a kind of like reminded me that I, we could have gotten something more existential which yeah. wouldn't necessarily and be better i just wished it was that way i guess i'll rephrase what i said though i don't think that the filmmaking is not comfortable with the idea i think the writing wasn't comfortable with the idea because the filmmaking and the way it's filmed i feel like is a great kind of way to film something that would be more existentially kind of like i don't know the filmmaking kind of reminded me of somewhat of like something like terrence malick kind of movements and everything (laughs) If that makes sense, a little bit. I wouldn't go Terrence Malick, but no, uh, yeah, not like bit. not like fully obviously. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like it was much more that style for Shyamalan than I've ever seen. Yeah, this is the least classical way of shooting I've seen him go on a movie. So, but the writing never ever feels comfortable. Really talking about growing old. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, I just something I wanted to bring up because it bothered me the first time and I was like yeah I I mean I went into the movie with that expectation so that's yeah. really more on me than it is on the movie I still just think it would have been neat to explore that side of it a little yeah, bit more. yeah I mean I kind of knew what I was getting into going into the movie it's a Shyamalan <laughs> movie I expected it and, and I think that was it I think our expectations for the movie were very different I expected it to be goofy it was honestly better than I expected it to be <laughs> see I thought well I it was better than I expected it to be too because we had just come off of Glass as the last Shyamalan movie and, and that Glass thing is not very good sucked <laughs> in my opinion that was just a you know, not very good movie um and this was pretty good. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan is a very weird director. He sticks very true to very specific ideals when it comes to making movies. He is, yeah, he's a rather odd director. I, I, I will say that I like a little bit in this movie when it comes to Shyamalan that, that even though it has kind of a reveal, it never feels like your typical Shyamalan. The entire thing is just built around a twist. Oh gosh. Like glass. Like glass. <laughs> oh my goodness. Or almost any Shyamalan movie. Like, yeah, there is a reveal at the end, but it doesn't feel like a, like a twist really. Yeah. It's just kind of like answering the questions. Yeah, I suppose that's true. It is a, a lot better handled in this than most of his recent work. 
Like, I mean, it's, I think it's handled well in, like, The Sixth Sense, but, like, that was the dawn of yeah. M. Night Shyamalan that was doing the, twists. That was yeah. the big M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I, st- oh, man, I still love The Sixth yeah, Sense. Yeah, The Sixth Sense is, is very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think... I was gonna I was gonna ask what's your favorite scene or sequence. Okay. But that's a really hard thing for this movie. Because it kinda is all one big chunk. It's very once flowy. They get on the beach. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Like the filmmaking and scene to scene is very flowy, but mm-hmm. but but what is your what is your favorite scene or sequence? Um <laughs> voice. Um. Uh. <laughs> like I'm aging in reverse. I'm not gonna, I'm not getting older. Oh no. <laughs> The old beach and podcast form really does work differently. Um, what to say about that? Uh, yeah, it's... I, I'm a little conflicted because there, there are like a bunch of scenes that I like, but they always have something that I kind of don't like about them. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting for me anyway. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the scenes of quote unquote horror, I'm not a big fan ha. of. <laughs> like if I was. I, I even I like their inclusion sometimes in the movie, but a lot of times it's weirdly done just for shock factor, in my opinion. Like especially anything with um I don't remember the character's name, the doctor. Oof. <laughs> just forgot the character. Uh, I mean I don't remember his name. Charles. I couldn't tell you anyone's name. Yeah, Charles. From this movie. Because cause what's her face is like Charles. 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 Oh man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Charles. Charles. Uh, like, almost any instance of any kind of violence with that character mm. always felt very just for shock factor. I mean, t- yeah, I would agree to that to an extent. I wouldn't say always, but yeah. I don't know, yeah, like, I, I would say some of my favorite scene or sequences are probably when it when it leans into some of its more goofy elements. Like, I actually really like the stuff with Alex Wolf, Thomas and McKenzie, and, like, the three of those characters when they hit that age. Yeah. I really, like, that stuff was interesting to me. Which, again, it's very goofy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just honestly trying to think of it, like the sequence that really stands out in my mind because i like the i like the movie yeah I, but like whenever i think of like a certain section of it i'm like well i mean like the whole movie is good i think i think one of my favorite uh moments in the movie besides that stuff there is um that one scene when they first get on the old beach and the, the camera first starts really zipping around yeah um and like they're playing freeze tag and you got all these moving elements and and that's where i think this movie really shines is on its old beach spinny camera stuff <laughs> like when when like there's so much going on in the beginning of the movie once like things start happening on the old beach it's like oh they found a dead body ooh the dog's dying ooh the old lady's dying <laughs> Ooh, the body's got, like, so much confusion and stuff is happening, and I think it does such a, like, really unique and fun job of just bouncing around from all of these elements happening in a really nice-looking way. Yeah, I guess if you can count the initial old beach, like, when they first get on it, like, if you can count that as a sequence, that would be my favorite. Either that or the, um, 
when it hits nighttime. Yeah. I really like that the stretch of the stuff movie. stuff is really fun. Again, it gets into its goofier horror yeah, elements, exactly. but it still is really fun. Yeah. So I'd, I'd probably pick one of those two, like, segments yeah, that's, of That's what's interesting. You know the cave scene? The infamous cave scene? <laughs> is, is it infamous? It's infamous, infamous in my mind. Wow. <laughs> um, so, like, the whole bone thing is the goofiest <laughs> thing in the entire world. Kind of is, though. It's, but I really like the filmmaking in that scene. Not even the CGI, but, like, I don't know, something about, like, the score and the way it was shot initially. Not once they actually, like, back start getting backed into the cave and everything but like when they first get in there i was like yeah no i was about to say they really give you a good (laughs) sense of space and they make everything just visible enough it's no it's it's a good it's a good scene i'm it's just so goofy it is kind of goofy though (laughs) my calcium (laughs) no (laughs) her one defining trait is calcium (laughs) it's true wow um I don't, I I have a question, but I've kind of been saving it because I feel like it's it's getting into like a lot more of the meat of the the discussion. We'll go for it. I don't, um, I don't really. Have what do you one. think of the handling of the various different characters in the movie? Um, like like various <laughs> elements, like the supposed schizophrenia, the like mid-sized sedan first introduction, <laughs> black character being a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a little goofy. Um, I was really worried they like that he was going to be the only black character. He was going to be accused of murder, be a rapper, and die first. And die first, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't happen. But st- <laughs> um, yeah, I would describe the characters being very classical. Which we, I think, me and Micah both made this comparison after seeing yeah. this for the first time. It feels very like. 1960s of Shyamalan to write his cast like this. Yeah, everything, and if you don't really get what we're meaning by that, a lot of very old kind of movie <laughs> tropes are written into these characters. Yeah. Um, for instance, said character with schizophrenia does not behave like <laughs> a person, a person with, schizophrenia. with schizophrenia would at all. Yeah. It it's very much feels like a very old movie portrayal exactly. of schizophrenia and any kind of mental illness i was about to say if you've ever seen like older movies try and handle the topic of mental illness at all it always comes off very uh insensitive i would say is a good word for <laughs> yeah. it um and that kind of carries over to this as well and unfortunately M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan has always had that in his yeah movies, which really is probably my least favorite thing Shyamalan ever does even yeah, though that's I my like... least favorite Shyamalan like through line for a lot of his movies is that mental illness is always like the the scourge of the main characters and, and yeah and he, and he uses it so much he really does it's like the sixth sense has it sense um, uh the village the village even the the entire trilogy of uh, yeah the yeah, entire trilogy the superhero of one. unbreakable glass yeah the, all that like it, it's like a thing he keeps going back to as a, as like almost a gimmick, and yeah. I'm like, st- stop. <laughs> yeah, I really wish he would just either either get some good representation or just please stop writing these characters <laughs> so into his movies. With- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, no, like as as time went on, because I knew. 
initially they were going to do something with him, like mental illness wise. So yeah. that was a bit worried. No, the and filmmaking then, really does allude to it. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and then like, just the more it goes on, the more it's just like, why? Why is he acting like this? Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> why um, is he just stabbing people? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, that's honestly one of my least favorite elements about this movie is it just kind of botches that character <laughs> yeah and and like in theory it could be a cool character yeah if they did it right it's kind of weird anyway that he's the only character with like a, a mental illness that they bring to the old beach like they're i know right they're curing a lot of physical diseases and then they also bring somebody with mental illness and like i get it trying to cure schizophrenia would be a great thing <laughs> um but it's just really weird that he's the only one with any mental illness. All the rest of them just have physical stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What What was the question? <laughs> how how, how does, does it handle it, its how characters? How does it handle its characters? I, you know, I was really scared about Mid-Size Sedan Mid as well. Mid-Size Sedan. Which is, might be the greatest rapper name of all time. Unconfirmed. That's true. <laughs> but, um, you know, he was actually fine i liked the character i really did take it from us white guys we we know how to we know how to write a black character yeah. on screen <laughs> no i just i just <laughs> no I, I i really liked the actor i enjoyed the character yeah i loved his performance i was kind of sad that he died as quickly as i know right <laughs> like i was so i was my literally my first review for this movie is they killed mid-sized sedan and then a little sad face <laughs> i was really like, hoping no, that he'd like survive honestly or i thought he had one of the most fun performances in the movie yeah i really enjoyed watching his character <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i i was like you said i was scared there at the beginning i was like oh no because <laughs> again they're gonna Shyamalan, accuse him of murder <laughs> Shyamalan is just that kind of writer that where, he just, where I would even consider that a yeah, possibility. He leans yeah. into problematic things of old cinema. <laughs> I mean, I guess he just really likes old movies. <laughs> yeah, There's, I, I I like to believe that I like to believe like the best of Shyamalan. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy, but a I a goofy guy. I was about to say I think some of the uh, writing tropes that he brings over into the screenplay of old are a little uh, insensitive at times. <laughs> yeah. Um... And what what do you, what about its kid characters growing up like growing old <laughs> fast? What do you think of because that too kind of lands into the question. Um, you know, I thought <laughs> that they would be a little more scarred from aging that quickly, right? Like I feel like it doesn't. I feel like it hardly talks about that. Like they have yeah. a, they have like a couple comments here and there about like maturing getting it's like older. oh i feel different they're and like that's oh it. i feel different my thoughts are different <laughs> we that's had about sex the ex- on the old beat <laughs> sex on the old beat <laughs> yeah and that's like the extent of it like i i yeah i like, just wish it delved into that a little bit more yeah like there's this instance with um alex wolf's character and i just lost her name the other um, mm. uh, Eliza Scanlon's character. Yes. Where they're lying together and, like, 
Bro, <laughs> that's just, a great scene. They just had sex on the old beach. But, like, there's they, they have this conversation where they're like, I'm not scared anymore. Like, we're together. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's a really cool idea. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like, and that's why I cited that as one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Um, because I think it's a really cool idea that because they're so young, um, and, you know, they, they fall in love, essentially, um when they hit puberty <laughs> which is just a really weird concept yeah um <laughs> that like they've kind of and, and they've kind of come to terms with it just because they're so young they don't fully understand it they don't fully get what they're losing yeah and i thought that was a really cool concept but again it's hardly touched and i feel like the 12 year old daughter should have had a <laughs> lot more like freaking out existentially i know i would i know right like normal teenager stuff you know i feel like i would be like i would i would lose it i would lose my mind man (laughs) tell me i'm aging that fast i start aging that fast i would be like oh my gosh i'm losing literal decades of my life exactly that like i said earlier i wish it leaned more into like oh my goodness my life oh no (laughs) like yeah i feel like it hardly covers like life like, mm-hmm. like as much as it's a movie about growing old on a beach, <laughs> there's nothing about. As much as it's a there's, movie, there's nothing about life, right? Like, no, really, and see that that was one of my problems I had with it initially. But really, the movie doesn't care about that. Yeah, it and doesn't. It, it shows really. that it doesn't really care about that as much. What it really cares about is reconciliation with family members that's what the whole movie is about yeah and 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 yossi i was talking with him about it after we watched it for the second time and he was he was like there for me there was very strong themes of like life when it comes to specifically nature and Mm -hmm. how nature is such a powerful force and how that was a lot of the themes and i didn't personally get that much like like obviously they're their themes wise but i personally didn't get much from that but that that's what i'm saying uh me personally i think it's more about family like reconciliation and emotional healing and stuff like that than it is about <laughs> getting old yeah one of the one of the top reviews for this uh was <laughs> wait i forget how it's worded exactly which one um crap and i just blanked on what i was going to say no micah <laughs> um, no <laughs> it was uh i think it was like the kids are like oh i think it was like the kids in this movie are like i'm okay with supernatural things but i draw the line at my parents getting a divorce (laughs) (laughs) yeah i see exactly that's where the movie's priorities are yeah and i think i think it's interesting because i think Shyamalan went went to it from growing old from a completely different concept from what most people would most exactly. people would go from the existential fear and dread of growing old because like growing old but, means you're actively aware that you're dying but instead yeah. Shyamalan kind of plays with the fact that like like that one ghibli movie did before it <laughs> that as you get older <laughs> things seem very petty like things yeah. just kind of slip away of importance there's a scene where um, the two parents are oh, like such very, very, very old. They're about to die. <laughs> <They're> very, very <laughs> old. Um, and uh, he's like, I mean, he's 
I'm assuming he's supposed to have dementia at that point, Probably. being that he can't remember things. Or he's just really old. Or he's just really old. <laughs> but he's like, why why, why did we want to leave this speech? It's so beautiful. And it's like a really actually, like, why were we, he was like, why were we fighting? I don't really, it feels like it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Why did we want to leave this speech? It's so beautiful. And it was like, I really liked that scene. Exactly. No, that's <laughs> one of my favorite scenes from the movie. You keep bringing up just random scenes. I'm like, oh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> well, you never fully answered the scene question. I know, so. I know. Well, I tried, Micah. I like, like I said, no, every it's... time I think of a scene, I'm like, oh, I like that scene. And then I think of another scene, I'm like, oh, I like that scene too. Yeah, it's very flowy. It's hard to think of scenes that are like, that I that I specifically like. It is easier to think of scenes that I don't like. I can't honestly think of a scene that I dislike in this movie. Um, To be honest. You know, which is kind of crazy. I guess, guess kind of same. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm trying to think of a moment in the movie where I'm just like, okay. For some reason, I have a distaste for the like, like it just pops into my head when I think of things that I dislike, but I can't really think of why. <laughs> but I have a distaste for the removing of the tumor scene. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I thought it was kind of fun. I think it's like a fun it's idea. A, it's a bit of a break in the pacing. Um, yeah. But, like, other than that, I think it was fine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just have a distaste for that. I don't know. My least favorite <laughs> elements of the movie were probably all the other family. <laughs> what do you mean? Just, like... Not the daughter, okay. because she usually is included with the kids' stuff. But, like... Just the... Doctor Man and Doctor Man wife. and the Calcium Lady? Calcium Lady. Doctor yeah, Man and okay. Calcium Lady. I really was not that big of a fan of either of their characters. Yeah, that's honestly, I would cite those two characters as the most, like, underwritten. Yeah, because, like, Calcium Lady, she's just... She's, she only, it's so surface level. Right? Like, yeah. her whole character is, ooh, she cares about looks, and oh, no, and now, now, now she's, she's growing old, now and she's she ugly. doesn't look good anymore. <laughs> like, and now she's old and ugly. And... And call me crazy, but I thought it was so weird and goofy when, like, I don't understand what was going on with her eyes. The eyes, that was makeup, dude. Well, yeah, I she know was it was crying. makeup, but what the heck happened? Like, that was way crazier than any crying makeup I've seen. It looked like, it looked like bad makeup for her eyes having been pulled out. Like, that's what it looked like. Well, I mean, it is dark on the beach. Maybe you're just missing it, Mike. No, initially, when she first comes slowly creeping out and thomas and mckenzie's like are you okay and she's like no don't look at me is that your thomas and mckenzie impression are you okay <laughs> hey she's got a really like weird accent and inflection that i very much like but i cannot reproduce <laughs> she's got such a good accent she needs to be in more movies right i'm convinced right <laughs> Last Night in Soho, here we come. I cannot wait for Last Night in Soho. I cannot wait. <laughs> but yeah. Do you have a question? Because that was kind of one question. That's um, why That's why I said that question would be quite something, because that really is a lot of the meat of my problems with the movie. Did you find that you appreciated a lot of the setup um, the second time around? You know... I, I, find, I, I found setup... myself enjoying the beginning of it a lot more I thought... the second time. I thought the setup, I don't know. I feel like that plays into some of the stuff about the movie that I don't like. Okay. Just in concept. Because I felt like the setup was very kind of goofy in a lot of ways. <laughs> and not in a way I particularly enjoyed on a rewatch. Okay. Um, especially, especially with the knowledge of the movie, like that the two seven-year-olds would have a baby in less yeah, than 24 hours. Yeah, that's a little weird. 
Um, like, it's just very weird to look back at the movie from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I can um, see that. And, like, just various things like that. And I was, like, just, like, some of the weirdness of the setup. I liked it a lot better on a first watch for the setup stuff. Okay. Just with the way it was filmed, I felt like it was a lot more... Mysterious? Mysterious. I, I love how it's kind of almost a first-person perspective filming when they first get to the resort. I really love the filming of all that. And I feel like with the context of the end of the movie, it kind of steals some of the magic of that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I'm just a big... I'm a big fan for, like... Um, what's his face? Uh, the kid at the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the resort. What is his name, anyway? Um, I wish I could remember. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was... Like, I liked him. I was a big fan of his performance, like, on a, on a rewatch. No, yeah, like, I like him. I, liked I was like, the, oh, that was the cool, The kid did yeah. a good job. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. I, I don't know, it just... All right. I it feels a lot more sinister on a rewatch, and I like that. I don't remember how they pronounced it, because I remember it was spelled um, oddly. Oh, I don't know. Um, Mike, I haven't seen this in like a couple weeks. I don't remember. <laughs> I haven't seen this in like two weeks. How could I remember? I couldn't even remember, like, um, how to. I couldn't even remember the main characters' names. <laughs> uh. It's Alex Wolf and Thomas. It's and Alex McKenzie. Wolf and Thomas and McKenzie. <laughs> wow. And their parent. <laughs> but I just have a sucky memory, so. Yeah. Um, but no, I get that it. I get that it feels more sinister in the opening. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Just the stuff with the end really steals a lot of the magic of the whole movie for me. Yeah. And especially with just how ordinary it feels in the end. It feels like it sucks away all of the mystery and magic and even some of the, the more sinister feeling of it. Because, yeah, I could, I, see, so. I could see it feeling more sinister, but like that whole thing we talked about where I wish they would have cut the ending, that's what I would prefer. Yeah. It, yeah. For it being, like, for a rewatch especially. No, I get that. Um, one more question, and then I guess we'll talk about the ending. Um, what did you think... Of the uh, Shyamalan cameo in this one. <laughs> you know, Mr. Mr. Shyman, he makes cameos in all of his movies. Yes, he does. Um, he, he occasionally <laughs> takes that cameo to a whole character level. Uh, and, you know, I kinda, I, I like this character. In this. Yeah, me too. I actually kind of liked his performance in I this. Think, I think Shyamalan's just a fun guy. <laughs> so, him being weird fun beach man worked for <laughs> the me. The beach man. The beach man. He's become the beach bum, Micah. <laughs> I really I really enjoyed it. Well, there you go. Oh. I, I was just curious what you thought of it, because yeah. I liked his performance in this, which I wasn't expecting to. <laughs> right. When Shyamalan came on screen, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I honestly, at the time, forgot that he did cameos in all of his movies. Oh, really? I was, like, waiting, because uh, one of the reviews from my friends was like, bro, this is like the weirdest Shyamalan cameo it ever. It is a weird Shyamalan cameo, though. And though. I was like, okay, uh, I'll keep my eyes peeled for him. And then, like, you literally couldn't miss it. <laughs> He's like a, a main character in almost. Signs, he has a weirder cameo, though. Signs is weird, yeah. Well, Signs is just weird as a movie, but the cameo is weird, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so do we want to talk about the ending? Yeah, we've already spoiled it essentially 
Okay, so for for a tad bit more context. The uh, context. At the end of the movie, everybody's dead but the kids who are, like, the two kids, <laughs> main kids, uh, who are in their 50s at this point. Yes. Um, and they find a note from said uh, kid from the resort. Yes. Uh which which says the beach makes you old. which says the beach ma- no it says something about the coral which i still thought was kind of my uncle hates the coral or yeah something it, was, like it that. was something like that and i was like i don't get why he would say that <laughs> um, does he know they're gonna die or something like i don't know it felt very weird for that element but at any rate why i thought it worked um but they get off the beach and then they or Wow, I'm explaining this poorly. You really are, dude. What what are you, what are you trying to say here? Are you just trying to explain the end of the yeah, movie? Yeah, I was going to try and explain the end okay, of the movie. Okay, so I'm... everyone's dead, except for the two kids. Um, uh, the guy, uh, whoever, the, the guy who looks vaguely like uh, Stanley Tucci says, Oh, we used to pass notes back and forward. Let me see what the note says. And then it says, My uncle hates the coral. And he's like, um, which they had previously set up that they needed some kind of insulation to, to block the effects the, of the rocks. Or the whatever. old rocks. Yes. Um, so he was like, oh my goodness, the coral could be our insulation. And then... It doesn't really make sense. I mean, it no, it, it kind of makes sense in a abstract sort of way. Um, <laughs> but, but like, um, they they end up escaping. Well, no, here's this, this is where I was tripping and yeah. explaining. They end up going underwater yes. for a while. And it makes it kind of implies that they could be dead, and then it goes to Mr. Shyamalan, who's been filming this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and then he he calls somebody and he takes the data back to this lab, and this lab is kind of the whole big reveal of mm-hmm. what's actually going on, and they're using the speech to do studies to try and like test medicines in a for a lifetime in a day, essentially. So. Uh, like that's the big reveal and everything mm-hmm. but then the part of the ending that i don't like is that then like they have some other guests arising they're welcoming them and then the two kids show up and then like everybody gets arrested and like yeah. it's really weirdly ended i feel like everyone i've talked to which hasn't been that many people it's mostly <laughs> people like i know and stuff um but most of the people I talked to kind of wish that it was left a bit more ambiguous on whether or not they actually made it off of the beach or not. Yeah. Like, like they, you have a shimmer of hope. You're like, oh, they could have made it. But really, the point of the movie is to let you ponder, like, is what what what, what was the ethics of yeah, all this? Yeah, what was the ethics like, they're doing, of using the old beach? You could argue that they're doing it for very good reasons. Yeah, didn't they they cured epilepsy in, exactly. in the movie? <laughs> yeah, and then like but also like they're essentially torturing these people and killing them. And uh, and also their families. <laughs> yeah, and their families who are not sick. <laughs> yeah. Like they they're kids who didn't have any physical problems who which I'll I'll say that in a second. <laughs> it's kind of weird that the kids never develop any physical ailments yeah that's what i thought too i'm like you mean to tell me like none of the kids got like arthritis or something <laughs> not, not, a, not a single one of the kids got to my knowledge any physical thing wrong with them yeah, which they, happens I'm... in almost every human being something is <laughs> yeah usually something, something is goes gonna wrong. happen yeah <laughs> 
That is a bit weird. Yeah, I thought so too. But like, it, it's not like movie breaking weird. But yeah, so they do like this really cool like scene in the lab where they're all like, you know, moment of silence for the people who died in this experiment. They go over it and they do it in a very prestigious, fun way, in my opinion, mm-hmm. introducing all of the lab stuff. Yeah. And if they would have just cut it there. I would have been like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been great. I think if they would have literally just cut the movie right there, and then he's like, let's get back to work, and like, you, like could, you could even have like them welcoming the next guest as like a post credit scene or something. Yeah, even that would then, be fun. Which, which I think it would be really, like, really cool if they, like, they did like, <laughs> hey, we cured epilepsy, and they all are like, yeah, and then he like, looks at the camera as the camera, like, gets tighter. <laughs> like, you, and want he's it, like, you want it to dramatically push in. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, let's get back to work, and then cut to black oh my gosh don't clap right in front of the microphone micah <laughs> you have to adjust that in post Ravi. So yes i'm not I breaking will. people's eardrums yes <laughs> um yeah no i i agree that that would be much better because it lets you sit with the concept for a while and it, it really lets you just like think about and it and come on tell me that wouldn't make it more sinister on a rewatch like just knowing that they didn't goofily get all arrested at the end yeah no i really honestly think that that's like the most disappointing element of the movie is just like the yeah like that what happened in the movie that you've watched and are about to watch again could be happening to another group uh uh-huh while you're watching the movie is a cool thought for a rewatch but instead they they weirdly all get arrested and then the the police officer who who none of them seem to be questioning the fact that the beach that makes you old like nobody's questioning it (laughs) The policeman. The, the beach makes you. The old. policeman on vacation is just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that beach. I guess it makes you. Old. <laughs> like he brings a list of people who have gone missing, sure, but like the guy himself. If if this if a fifty year old man runs up to you and says, "I'm a seven year old you met yesterday," here's a list of people who I mean, went missing. Really, he probably didn't believe him until he double checked and like all of the like all of them were all missing of them persons. Were missing people. Yeah, but still, like, and then there's this line in the helicopter that really that oh, really man. I hate. <laughs> They're flying in this helicopter very close to the old beach for some reason. <laughs> I thought they were about to fly into it for a second when I was watching the movie. I was like, what are they doing? What are they doing, um, you fools? But then he was like, he had, he had called his aunt or something. And yeah. the policeman is like, so how'd she take it? Like, that this is a very normal occurrence <laughs> or something. And he's like, well, how would you feel if your seven-year-old nephew just called and said he's 50 or something like that? And I was like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Like, it just really bothers me the way it's all done. Yeah, it it doesn't... The way... I think Shyamalan... I'm just reading into this here. This isn't confirmed or anything necessarily true. I, I feel like Shyamalan had a, some kind of need to wrap everything up in a little bow. And it just doesn't lend itself to the viewer themselves properly like digesting the movie they're just like oh it's done now okay yeah it kind of it kind of cuts off of the experience of a concept that's really cool because it's such a high concept kind of thing and a goofy way to say high concept about this movie (laughs) high concept cinema like (laughs) but because it's such a a concept that has so much thought behind it and what you could do thinking about it more exactly yeah ethically various things like that Mm -hmm. um it, like you you're not you, you don't feel inclined to think about it at all because the bad guys get exactly. arrested <laughs> yeah it seems very which i mean obviously we're still thinking about it so it's not like 
it completely destroyed well, the no, movie. I didn't really like, think about it much afterwards. Like I was, really? like I didn't I didn't contemplate old beach <laughs> old any beach. any much after <laughs> any much any like much more after the movie ended cuz cuz of the ending. Now, see, I did still, but like I it, like I said I could easily the movie lends itself to not be thought of much since it wraps itself up so nicely. Which I feel like I feel like Shyamalan kind of has a thing and it, and it kind of stems back to him writing movies just around twists where he needs to explain everything which uh just just we we get it Shyamalan just just leave us be he just he he really wants to explain everything to you which you might get that's how all of your old writing was that's true you were just like here here's a cool concept let me explain it for five chapters (laughs) hey I'm better at writing now no you are but like <laughs> That's very much how Shyamalan feels. Like it's Wow, a, it feels like a like a ten year old's ring. No, not not exactly like that. But like he feel he feels like, oh yeah, this is such a cool concept, let me explain it to you. Yeah. Instead of just letting us like experience it. I feel like I feel like he's like, here's a really cool concept, allow me to personally guide you through it. <laughs> Like that's yeah. if that makes sense. Like he very much wants to walk you through. He wants to be there. He wants to explain all the elements. He wants them to be all the tropes that he wants them to yeah, be. Yeah, that's how Glass was too. He really wants you to walk through <laughs> his personal idea for this concept. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. That's really honestly the biggest like downside to old. I think is just the ending kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Just because. You could so easily envision something better for it. So here's what we do. In my opinion. <laughs> here's what we do. We pirate the movie. No, we we put it into Final Cut Pro. That, this sounds illegal. Mike. We recut the movie. <laughs> Literally, you would just have to chop the scene. <laughs> and then we just we we keep that as our own personal copy of we just need to get Shyamalan to hear this so that for the home release of old they change the ending recently logged does not endorse piracy in any form <laughs> uh, that is true uh but yeah uh mr mr Shyamalan um mr shy man no offense to you my boy um <laughs> please give us a copy of this movie so we can have our own cut <laughs> wow <laughs> I was just saying, have them have them change the cut for the no, home release. Uh, Shyamalan, allow us to make our own cut of the movie, <laughs> the recently logged cut. The recently logged cut is it, is it an official like brand partnership? I guess. Yes. <laughs> wow. And literally, all we'll do is cut your ending a little differently. <laughs> That's it. We literally change nothing else. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that, those are all the big things I wanted to touch on for this movie. It's It's got a lot of good elements. It's got some kind of weird elements, um, some maybe bad elements. <laughs> but on the whole, uh, it's still my favorite movie of the year so far. Yeah, it's still... And, and I and still I think, enjoy it I think it that's why I said it would be weird to watch it outside of theaters, because mm-hmm. it's such an experience kind of feeling movie. It's an movie. experience, The man. score <laughs> is really good, and the filmmaking <laughs> is so kind of flowy I, I really and like the score for this movie that it really gets you into kind of a vibe of, of that that old really is going for it does a great job of getting you into everything filmmaking wise that's going on all right well let's let's get into our closing thoughts let's wrap this up so what makes you think oh my gosh <laughs> i'm not in love this is not the time nor the place for tyler the creator <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, I think Tyler the Creator music would go well on the old beach. Tyler, Tyler the Creator music would go well on any beach. Call me, call me if you get lost on the old beach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That 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 has multiple layers. <laughs> That's layers, Mike. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, um, what did you think of old Michael? My, my we're we're gonna thoughts. we're gonna wrap this up. Nice right. little bow. If you had to, if you a had little, to, a little bow of old. If you had to wrap up your thoughts on old. If I had to wrap my <laughs> thoughts up on old, because if you remember, we're aging each second. <laughs> I'm aging in reverse, my kids. <laughs> um, it was one of the most fun movies from this year so far. And that's that's kind of the thing with old for me, is at the end of the day, it's got it's got a couple problems, it's got a couple of instances of character stuff that I don't like, but it's just always a fun movie. And the filmmaking is really beautiful to watch, and it's not too terribly long, and it's just kind of that, that sort of fun movie that you just kind of turn on when you're in the mood for something a little spooky and a little fun. Yeah. It's it's one of my favorite Shyamalan movies so far. It feels like the most what's the right word? Prestigious Shyamalan movie. <laughs> what about the sixth sense? I don't know. There's something about the filmmaking of this movie that feels so much more elegant. Elegant for Shyamalan. I see. And I really appreciate that. I really enjoy the concept. I really like most of the cast. I love so much of the actual movie itself. And I think that's what really makes this a four-star movie for me, because there are several things that I very much dislike about it. But, like, so much of the meat of the movie, so much of not the beginning or end, (laughs) is just so much fun to watch. (sighs) (sighs) yawning <laughs> on the old beach <laughs> on the old beach um what did i think of old uh wrap up my thoughts on it it's definitely my favorite newer age like new era Shyamalan movie um i really enjoy the camera work in it um the acting can be hit or miss sometimes, but some of the performances are really great, like the mom. Um, I really like the dad, too. The dad, yeah, I was about to say, both of their performances are great. Um, mid-sized sedan is surprisingly great. <laughs> I was so worried that it was going to be, like, super, like, goofy and poorly written, but it, I really liked his character. Um, the actor needs to be in more. He's in, like, nothing. I, I really <laughs> love the way this movie's paced. I have a big admiration for how it's edited as well. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, one of the most technically interesting horror movies I've seen in a while. Um, I really enjoy, like Micah said, the concept of it. Um, yeah, no, just one of my, well, actually my favorite movie of 2021 so far. Good just stuff. Fun times, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I definitely recommend it to people. It's good. Yeah. Make sure you look up the parent guide. It's say, a PG-13 con- movie, guys. Yeah, but it's like a, it's a, w- a wild PG-13 Whoa. movie. <laughs> wow! Pushing, pushing, pushing the the edges of seventies PG. <laughs> Not really, but seventies PG is a pretty wide range. Seventies PG, man. It's a different animal. Be, be, do not watch any 70s PG movie without looking it up. 
Seriously. I mean, anymore, man. I don't even watch any movie without looking up the content first. Yeah, but like... You don't know anymore. But like, uh, a warning to parents out there. I don't know if any parents read this, but if a kid... Or what, listen to this. If a kid pulls up and is like, hey, let's watch this movie. It's PG, mom. It's PG, mom. <laughs> and especially if it's either 80s or 70s, go to IMDb and go to the parents' <laughs> <sighs> but no, seriously, they let anything in seventies movies. For real, though, man. <laughs> what was going on? But um, yeah, yeah, that was old. That was old. M Night Shyamalan's old. We did it. Yeah, there it is. I rated it four stars. Or I rated it four stars. Just as a recap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess we'll move on to just a quick little what we watch segment at the end of this. I kinda, Why not? I kind of really want to do something particular for it, but I'll I'll ask you about it when we <laughs> take the segment. When we're break. in the segment. So, because it's been a while, uh, going all the way back to the 10th of July is the last time we did an episode. Yikes. Um, and we're going to go Speaking. over, for those of you who don't know, the What We Watch segment typically is a segment where we talk about the other movies we've watched within the week since we did the last episode. It has not been one week. It's not been a week. It's it been, been over a month. It's been five weeks. <laughs> um, and so we're going to do like a like an abridged version where, because there was a lot of really interesting movies I want to talk about briefly. Uh, <laughs> yes. So we're just going to go over, since the Tomorrow War, all of the first time watches and our ratings and maybe some quick comments on particular ones. Just first time watches? Yeah, just first time watches. All right. <laughs> Uh, so, I watched, yeah, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, don't have too much to say about it, I gave it three stars. Though. I gave it, I gave it, uh, five out of ten, two and a half. Um, then stuff. we watched Hot Rod for the first time. Yeah! Uh, which was very fun. Andy Samberg, this is my first Andy Samberg comedy. I very much liked it. It whoa, was really whoa, good. Whoa, 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 what? what about Cloudy with a Chance of Me? Well, that's animated, it doesn't count. That's not an Andy Samberg comedy, that's a Lord and Miller comedy by count. Fine. But man, fun fun times. I honestly would say that this is some of the funniest like editing I've seen in a comedy, like maybe ever. It's so good. Uh, I, yeah, gave it, I gave it. I gave three it, and a half. Uh, four. Four out of five. Uh, then we watched Zodiac for the first time. First Venture movie. Baby's yes. first Venture. <laughs> uh, quoting my review, Mike. Yes. It's a baby's first Venture. <laughs> I very much like Zodiac. It's very up my alley in terms of filmmaking. I wanted to specifically bring it up because, like, I don't know. It's great. Yeah, I, I, it's. I know a lot of people would just be like, "Yeah, it's great." Uh, so what but i really liked the cast i really loved the direction the writing is really solid which is funny coming from who wrote it <laughs> um, and yeah i gave it five stars uh i gave it a four and a half i thought it was really great the atmosphere was great the um, surprisingly i love atmosphere. surprisingly engaging throughout uh given its kind of lengthy runtime but yeah. still i can't wait to check out more of david fincher's movies yeah I've, uh, I just recently purchased another one. Purchased. Uh, then we watched Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor for the first time, and it was trash. Um, yeah. The worst of the Mummy f series. And yeah. Yeah, not good. <laughs> um, I, I said in my review, uh, a Yeti makes a football joke. What's up with that? Why are they familiar with the iconography of American football? <laughs> <laughs> I give it two stars, but it's that's even a bit 
I generous. Gave it, yeah, I gave it a one and a half. Uh, and then I watched uh, The Adventures in Babysitting, but not like the not the good one, one. Not the good one. <laughs> the 2016 Disney original remake with Yikes. Sabrina Carpenter. Sabrina Carpenter's kind of a strange person. Not good. Two stars. <laughs> wow. Uh, then we watched Twilight for the first time. Yeah, baby. Which we could do a whole episode Twilight. on Twilight, and I think we were actually planning on doing this. Would be a, this would Twilight. be a really fun episode. Um, it's a fun movie. Not not a fan. I liked it <laughs> just because the writing. Uh, yeah, honestly, the, the filmmaking yeah. very very fun. Yeah, that cast blowing it out of the water. <laughs> but the the story, I hate the story. <laughs> We're gonna have to open the podcast episode about Twilight with like hang on spider monkey or something like that. <laughs> Mainly just for Edward Cullen, but I'll I'll leave it at that. I gave it two and a half stars. Probably, I gave it, I probably could have given it a three. I because, gave it a three, yeah. Because the filmmaking really is good. I think it's really good actually. And then just all of the writing elements are just really the biggest problems it has. Yeah. Uh I watched Freaky Friday, the 2003 one the one everybody knows the okay, one so with uh, jamie lee curtis and Lindsay lohan yeah and it was a lot of fun it was yeah it was a lot of fun um three I stars give it three yeah i gave it a three star i watched black widow for the first time yeah uh, you don't have to keep lording it over me like wow you, you, said, you said you didn't even care <laughs> no i don't uh i watched it with my girlfriend which was fun and it had florence Pugh in it which was fun uh yeah florence Pugh is always three and fun. a half stars for Fo- florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, then I watched the story of Ruth. Yeah. Which was in, like, it's like a 60s biblical movie. Well, I mean, it's the story of Ruth. Not good. <laughs> Way too long. Very 60s. The most 60s, aggressively 60s. Aggressively money. 60s. Um, um, I, have more, I have more for okay. this one. Wow, you watched a lot without watched me. Loki, it was fun. I didn't rate it. I watched <laughs> The Outcasts, it was bad. Two and a half. I watched Murders <laughs> by Numbers, really weird. Ryan Gosling was in it. Three stars. I really want to see that now. <laughs> uh, get a Clue, weird. Two stars. Ice Princess, surprisingly good. Three and a half stars. A Letter to Momo, not my cup of tea. Beautiful animation. Three stars. <laughs> Wait, the movie was called Not My Cup of Tea? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was my July. <laughs> okay, on the 30th of July, I was on my way back from a trip, yeah, uh, which left. if you want to know what I was doing, uh, go to my website and I have a blog post about July, everything I did in July. Um, but I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit on the way back for the first time, and uh, it was very shocking, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I have no idea how they produce this how did how did they make this how did they even do it (laughs) they've got mickey mouse in the same movie as like some of the raciest (laughs) some of the raciest cartoon stuff i've seen in a movie and there's like a bunch of drinking and language Isn't isn't there that one weird is it like it's like Ryan Gosling or Brad Pitt or something, and like, uh, yeah, no, it's Brad Pitt. That's called um, what is that movie called? I don't know, but it, yeah, it came yeah. out after this. Yeah, but it just blows my mind that they got like a bunch of licensed cartoon characters in this trashy of a movie. <laughs> um, but it was good. I like uh, one of my favorite Robert Zemeckis movies. I gave it oh a three boy, and a half. Mr. Zemeckis. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis, not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then breaking into August, yeah. uh, watched Princess Protection Program, 
for the first time for first me. time it was fun oh do you, you hadn't seen it before no oh okay. uh, uh, three stars i gave it a two and a half uh, then I watched Autumn Sonata for the first time. The Autumn Sonata! Uh, very, very good. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, just, just really fantastic. I've been trying to get him to watch know, it for, like, a I few months now. I don't know what I expected. Now. It was fantastic. It was really good. <laughs> I said, I think you're pretty angry. <laughs> wow. Um, I gave it a five star. <laughs> I love the, I love the narrative devices they use in Autumn Sonata. It's so good. Uh, I watched... Oh, these are all re- yeah. We watched we rewatched a bunch of stuff. Uh, the next thing I watched, yeah, was Monster Hunter. Monster um, Hunter, based on the hit Japanese video game by the same name. I had never heard of it. Uh, I don't know how. <laughs> Dude, that's awful. It's I'm not. Great... In, I'm not in the video game scene. Micah. It's a great series. This was directed by Paul Anderson, but not that Paul. Anderson. Not Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> Paul W S Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was very, very, very bad. Yeah, this is one of the, like, I would honestly cite it as one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, I kind of, I kind of, in a way, put this with Cats, just, and and, and it's not the same as Cats in no, the slightest. it's not the I same it, kind of bad. I put it in the, the, the same thing as Cats as a comparison, just because I do not understand <laughs> how, they even how it got it made as a movie. How did they even how, make it this How bad? did it happen? What in the world happened? <laughs> what <laughs> it's literally just an incoherent mess there's literally no plot and apparently the original cut had a racist joke in it that they cut out. oh nice <laughs> um yeah no there's there's nothing it's redeemable so it's about so movie. incoherent the editing is incoherent the filmmaking everything is incoherent. the world building makes no sense at all the acting is not good the the direction is not good. Everything is bad. That's what I'm saying. This is, like, like I said, I think this is actively one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yikes. <laughs> but at least we got the not good enough try again. Not good enough try again. <laughs> that was fun. That I was gave it a half star. I also gave it a half star. Uh, then I watched Magic Camp, but you watched Legally Blonde <laughs> I watched first, so. Legally Blonde for the first time, and it was unironically great. I, I love it. <laughs> it's like, I, I didn't get the uh, Reese Witherspoon hype until this movie. It's good, good stuff. Uh, Not to mention, I love that the dog is literally just there for no reason. <laughs> like, it literally do- serves no purpose throughout the entire movie. That's how dogs, that's how dogs <laughs> ought to be in movies, man. Forget having plot relevance. Just be good dogs. Exactly. It's just the best dog. But yeah, no, I gave it a four out of five. It was really good. Uh, I watched Magic Camp. <laughs> Magic it was, it was, Camp. It was not good. It had Adam Adam Devine. Adam Devine channeling Jack Black. I do not like Adam <laughs> Devine. Um, and the movie wasn't great either. Wow. <laughs> I gave it two and a half. There you go. Uh, then I watched Ernest in Celestine. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, very fun. Another one I've been trying to get very, you to watch. Very, very cute. Very French. It is um, very French. Yeah, I have nothing, nothing we bad do to an say about on Ernest and Celestine. It's it's so much fun. Um, Their dynamic is gold, Micah. Four stars. Uh, I watched Westworld for the first time. Watched Westworld. Weird movie. Very Michael Crichton. <laughs> it's painfully Michael Crichton. <laughs> uh, not my favorite thing. It didn't really explore the concept at all like I would want. Yeah. Uh, I gave it three stars. Though. I gave it a three. Yeah. Then I watched uh, the proposal. <laughs> the proposal with with Ryan Reynolds, and I think my review sums it up well. Was I it said, like a business proposal? I said yes, actually. Oh, uh, no. I said, imagine getting deported to Canada. 
How embarrassing. <laughs> I give it three stars. Yikes. Uh, then what did we watch, Remy? Then we watched uh, our second ever Scorsese film, hey, uh, uh, The King of Comedy. Uh, our first one was Hugo, in case you were wondering. Which kind of wasn't good. Hey, Hugo is actually pretty good. No, like, it's not. It actually is no, pretty good. No, it's not. But it's actually pretty good. No, good. it's not. <laughs> but anyway, we watched <laughs> The King of Comedy. Um, very, very good movie. Very, very good movie. Very, very, very good movie. Very, very, very good movie. <laughs> Who would have thought that one of the most acclaimed directors of all time uh, made a good movie? I want to watch this so bad without ads. It, I know. It, we, we had been looking for it for like three years, and it never comes on <laughs> anything, and it's never in any store. Um, uh, and it came on to a, a free streaming service with ads. We need... I need a criterion of the King of Comedy. Dude, why isn't there a criterion of the King of Comedy? <laughs> it's so hard to Heck, find. Heck, use that poster right there that's on Letterboxd and just put the little criterion thing on it and it would be super sick. Yeah. No. Uh, King of Comedy, very good. I gave it a four and a half out of five. Performances, outstanding. Acting, I mean, not acting, writing, outstanding. The direction, end, the outstanding. Ending, oh my gosh, the ending is great. It's amazing. Great movie. I love it. Five stars. <laughs> I gave it a four and a half. I want. I want to see it without ads, though. It might be a five on a rewatch. To Tokyo. Right? Yeah. Then I watched uh, To Tokyo, which is a v- aggressively indie art house kind of film. Very indie. Um, there was a cat. There was. There was a cat. There was a cat in Tokyo. Um, where a lady goes to Tokyo. Um, I yeah. didn't love it, but I didn't hate it, I guess. Um, it's It's got there's there's a, some cool things. There's a lot going on here. Um, I don't really think a lot of it works well together, but, you know, it, it was fine, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it three stars. I had seen it before. Um, and then the next thing you watched uh, well, by here, yourself. I got, I got, I got uh, wait, what? The Last Samurai. Yes. Um, weird movie. The Last Samurai. Um, it was fun. Like, it was good. Tom Cruise is The Last Samurai. No, he's not. <laughs> Ken Watanabe is The Last Samurai. <laughs> um, I love Ken Watanabe. He's, he's a great actor. He's a fun actor, yeah. Um, but no, it was a really fun movie. It, it, weird, it, it left a weird taste in my mouth because there's a lot of really cool elements of the movie. It's a movie with actual color. It takes place in a really unique time in history. It's got a fun cast. Who doesn't like samurai? But it's just really weird. And it's not quite all there on a script level. So I gave it four stars. Well, there you go. I want to see it at some point. Um, and then uh, the next... or Well, I guess it was that night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we watched John Carpenter's The, the Fog. Fog with Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, the, the one about zombie leper pirates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that have glowy fog and whose gold was stolen <laughs> by by like a priest or something, <laughs> who then made it into a a giant gold cross. I love this movie, man. It's, it's so goofy. It's, it's really goofy. I wish. I, I wish the screenplay was tight. Yeah, I wish it literally just had a better screenplay. The characters are just, like, paper thin, and I wish they would have dedicated more time to the actual, like, pirate stuff yeah, the, being fun. The dynamics know? are fun of the characters, and it's a cool idea, 
but like even the horror stuff isn't there for it being a rated r movie i thought it was i thought the horror stuff was actually pretty great i don't know for it being a rated r john i just wish there was more of it john carpenter movie there was hardly any horror in it for me well the only other john carpenter film we've seen is the thing yeah but he's known for horror movies yeah um and there's almost zero gore in this movie I don't even think I don't think there is any gore in this movie. And I mean, that's, that's, unless you count leprosy. And that was really kind of <laughs> unless you count leprosy. And that was really kind of disappointing to me because, as stupid as it sounds, it is one of the coolest things in the thing. <laughs> that's one of the coolest things in the thing. Like, like no, like the gore and stuff is so oh, well no, done the, in the thing. The practical effects in the thing are amazing. It's so creepy and disturbing and it's great in the thing yes. and it just wasn't really there in the fog no it wasn't but i really i i'm a sucker for a good uh radio station central movie oh, i love the radio station <laughs> stuff like yeah it's a fun movie yeah it's a fun movie i'd watch it again i gave it's, it it would be a good um like halloween yeah with be your a friends good movie. halloween with yeah exactly yeah. that's that's perfect for this you kind can of kind of talk over it and still understand perfectly what's happening yeah um but yeah no it's it's good and then last night, technically today at like <laughs> three in the morning, I watched Taken for the first time. Taken. Um, not a fan. Really not. Liam Neeson is Taken. <laughs> I, I felt like the whole movie was like weirdly just to justify a very actually paranoid father. Like he's right about, yes, you shouldn't travel as a 17 and 19 year old girl alone um, in a foreign country. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Yeah, that is kind of a bad um, idea. <laughs> but like that doesn't like not all of his behavior is is just good it, and then he goes on like this really really weird increasingly <laughs> brutal like he tortures people to an extreme <laughs> amount he shoots some innocent woman in the arm oh my gosh like he just does more and more brutal things against nameless bad guys when it it's not even focusing on how bad the sex traffic is that much um it's just like some weird like justification revenge fantasy movie hmm yeah, I'm really interested in seeing it. Are you going to watch Taken 2, Micah? No. <laughs> I've seen some action scenes from Taken where, 2. I'm where are good. they taking him to, Micah? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Not a fan of Taken. I give it three stars because the filmmaking is decently solid in the movie. It's a uh, decent. But solid. I did not give it a like. Um, yeah, but that's what we watched. There it is. There it is. It's been a while. I was a lot, and we skipped a lot <laughs> yeah there's a there's a bunch of uh whew, rewatches in there that we totally skipped over um but you can always go look at our diaries if you really want to know it's true i'm uh micah or games underscore things on letterboxd and i am robbie grayway if you search m-i-c-a-h i'm the one with the ratatouille profile that's there but that's gonna change micah this isn't future proof uh, who says I'm ever going to change my profile picture from Ratatouille? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Anything you want to mention before we leave, Micah? Um, hopefully, maybe we'll be back next week on schedule as well. That's It's very up in the air currently. Yeah, I don't know. With how everything is going, I don't know if we will be. Um, I wanted to mention that I'm hopefully going to be putting out a video essay on my favorite movie, There Will Be Blood, in the coming months. I'm not sure when, but I started production on it, and I'm very much wanting to do it. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, go check out my new Luca video. 
on my YouTube channel, M Grayway Films. M Grayway. My next video is going to be on my dinner with Andre. M Grayway. Well, my next main series video, I'm doing like a tiny little video in between that I can edit while we're traveling. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Man, I'm still yawning. Yikes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, Toodles. Stay off of the beaches, I guess, so you yeah, don't we're become old. <laughs> like us, because we're trapped on the old beach. On the old beach, yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>